welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of the Magic Through Wrestling podcast. We are already getting the, the fart noses from Mr. Bill DeMott. Well, it, you're, you're, you're farting. Why There's you the giant tugboat coming through the front of my house because yeah. that, that uh, I can't even say it anymore. You see the water in the background? In yeah. your shirt? In, in my shirt. It's coming into my heart trying to soothe me tonight because I, I can't take any more of this, this. Hey, Bill, speaking of water, okay, today I saw you posted a picture of uh, Billy doing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yeah. You got a nice pool, man, in the mansion. You know, I can't get through security, so I've never seen it before. You got the in-ground pool with the hot tub. Yeah, I was we, wondering when I could come over. Notice how we've never been invited over there more, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. listen, uh, I have, uh, yeah, my wife has nice stuff. Do you, uh, do you spend a lot of time in the hot tub? Like, does that help you? With uh, the that, it, it, you know, if, if, if truth be told, and if I'm nothing else, I'm always honest. You are? That is not a hot tub. Oh. Or I'll tell you why it's not a hot tub, because when I first came down here, they, they had a giant uh, propane tank on the side of the house. Wow. And I wasn't sure what it was for. And I'm not a propane guy. So I had it removed. Yep. Unbeknownst to me, that's what sets up the, the heat for the hot tub. Oh, no. Um, but for all those who don't do know me, the blood runs hot anyway. Yeah. So and you're 40, see. so you kind of have a hot tub in every part of the – Lacey puts on the – we have solar heating for the pool. Oh, wow. For the wintertime, it's now 90 degrees and the solar heating is on. <laughs> so you, you walk in there with your Epsom salts and you have a nice bath. And... <laughs> That's awesome. Bill, yeah, you can't uh, win. But he – yeah, they do – so the – so uh, a bunch of Billy's buddies got uh, bored – Okay. But, you know, so they started, they remember the ice bucket challenge for, you know, for raising money. Well, now they're challenging each other to whoever doesn't do it has to give up their toilet paper. Wow. So all the boys from the team are now challenging each other and they're going out to other boys they know from around the country who That's play ball and stuff. So. On the good challenge. Kids. Listen, good kids with a uh, harmless little thing, I'm all in. So. Oh, me too, man. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Was it cold? Corey, I challenge you. Right now, have your wife to so tell your wife to go get you a glass of water. <laughs> you shut your mouth right now. Yeah, I forgot. No, you have to give her control of I'll give up my toilet paper before I'm going to ask her for another cup of water. Hey, brother, don't listen. If I do, I'll get the ice bucket challenge involuntarily. You notice I haven't the past the past couple episodes. I've been staying away from the toilet paper because it's slowly coming back, and I like. <laughs> And, and and never once were, were was uh, was the Demont household in danger of toilet paper. I just am so frustrated that why toilet paper was the thing that was so I know that people held so dear. Yeah, I I don't get that. Well, I agree with you. I think it's because you know you take your first bowel movement at work, maybe two or three. It was it's the funny, you know, it's the weirdest thing ever. So now. I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna happen. All I know is like people are gonna start buying them bulk again. I got lucky because I think I told you guys this. Crystal, my wife, she before the whole pandemic, she just we were we were low, so she stocked up and she stocks up to such a good degree. We haven't needed any in like months. So we're 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 blessed. I tell you what though, I was at Win Dixie the other day. They're still out, which Win Dixie, you know, Florida is like a for people who don't know, it's like a popular grocery store. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go after the powers that be and I'm just not gonna have a use for toilet paper next time. There you go. I'm not fall, I'm not falling prisoner to this again. Just so, throw it at their house. How, their how are, what what are you gonna use in substitution? I'm not going I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a bowel movement. He's protesting he's protesting yeah. that. Protesting bowel movements. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> He's out. I'm out. 
I love that it. Is a nice, that is a nice waves. I feel very calm right now. Yeah. Is. Let's see if we can aggravate Bill. No, listen. I'm not getting at. Look at the look at the scenery. No, no, Go no. Ahead, give it a shot. What do you got? Okay. So we talked about Oreos. Yeah. Talked about 31 flavors of Baskin Robbins. Yeah. So taste, right? Bill's I, got this week, I got one this week that I know y'all can get behind. Okay. You ever go to Chipotle? No. Chips and guac. Nope. Chips and guac. You've ne- neither one of you? Okay. Well, I say we need to double the size of the guac that Chipotle gives you. Do you know why you don't go to Chipotle? Why don't you go to Chipotle? Because years ago, Chipotle had the fungus among us, and they shut them all down. Yeah, but they, that, that was... That really happen? E. Coli. They shut them all down. Yeah, because wow. they were unhealthy. It is absolutely healthy to have grilled chicken. That's not going to get me worked <laughs> up. I, I can give a tinker's damn about Chipotle. Moving on. Oh, and I lost that week. Hey, Bill. Here you go. How about, how about, wait. Right. What, is, what is the, uh, what is, what's the cereal? It's wheat on one side and sugar coated on the other. Right? Shredded wheat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shredded wheat. You know, it's uh The orange box. Frosted. No, it's not. It's, what, I got to Google it. It's like a fro- the frosted wheat. See, if you yeah, got to Google like it, strike, strike two. Frosted wheat, right? Why don't they put the frosting around the entire, entire wheat? Can they do like a pop tart, right? You ever have a good frosted pop tart? But the frosting, yeah, but the, the pop tart's not frosted on both sides. Yeah, I know it should be. It should be frosted on both sides. Not disagreeing. Moving on. I, I do like good pop tart. Now, is the pop tart meant to be hot, or is the pop tart meant to be eaten right out of the packet? No, you got to. It depends. It, right it depends on the type of pop tart and what time of day it is, and your your beverage consumption. That's what the Pillsbury toaster strudels for. You don't want to put the pop tart in, in the microwave or the. If you have to manually put on the frosting, yeah, too much work. It, you don't belong doing it. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm not down for it. Oh, oh, next, I'm not getting upset about this. This is a nice conversation. I'm peaceful, calm. Yeah. The water's oh, this is good. I'm impressed, Bill. What's up? It's the waves. You need to have those waves in the background more often. I hear the waves all the time. <laughs> That's why he's so serene. I'm serene. My my, my hair is growing. My beard is everywhere. I'm impressed. I'm just I'm just gonna let it happen. I'm become a a wilderness guy, like a mountain man. Zen master. That yeah, just Buddha Bill. Like a big staff. What be your next gimmick, Bill. I have. There's no need for a gimmick. I'm retired. Yeah, yeah. So when you come back, that should be your next Life, gimmick. Life's a gimmick. You should be the Zen master. You could well, be. You got like the taskmaster. Yeah, I, I I I already served under the the, the tree of woe. I got it all. I got all the knowledge. I don't need anymore. What we'll do, Bill, is whenever you come out for the next show, we're going to project waves on you. I just, waves are, it's very uh, kumbaya. Bill, there's not a lot of, well, actually, I, I should say, there is a lot of kumbaya with you, Bill. Well, can I, can I tell you where the kumbaya stopped for me yesterday, Bill? Where? It stopped with Jimmy, but do you want me to tell you what happened? <laughs> yes! Okay. I do. All right. So Jimmy's like, hey, this person who's, this person needs help moving, right? And I think it's a relative. Well, it turns out it's like 12 people removed, and then it's like friends removed, girlfriend who's single. I don't know. I don't know the story. But we get there. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Who comes up to me very closely, who I have to ride with the whole time? This lovely lady, but she's a Cornavaca nurse at the hospital. What? And we're not wearing any masks. So, Jimmy, if I get it, I'm putting it out here right now. That lady is very nice. Where was Jimmy? He was there. He hugged her. In the same car? No, I, I rode with her, but whenever we were moving at the apartment, Jimmy went up and gave her a hug, and neither of them had a mask or gloves. And I was next to her the whole time. 
I'm like, oh, you know, we're exchanging pleasantries. What do you do? What do you do? And then she's like, oh, I'm a COVID nurse at the hospital. Oh, well, say that in passing. I'm telling you, Jimmy, I better not come down with it. Jimmy, what do you got to say about that? You're looking a little flushed. So here, here's everything that the, he said is complete 100% true. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm making it up. So these were some really good friends of mine. And they were I, lovely people, but yeah, yeah. I grew up with these people. One of so my one of my very, very, very dear friends who's a police officer uh, down south, his sister-in-law lost her job at uh, due to COVID and had to relocate from her house and needed some assistance, right, with some big stuff. We had a friend that was supposed to come with us. Well, he has the corona, so he's in quarantine. So I said, Maury, can you help me out? I need an extra hand, come with me. Yeah, okay, cool. You know me, I do. Well, you ain't got it yet. Yeah, yeah. So we go over there, we help. It was just really the big pieces, and we got a really good lunch out of the deal. Amazing. Right? That, that I mean, you may die, but that's besides the point. Well, you know. Did you guys? So okay, so we're so we're so we're clear going forward. Just so we're all clear, we're all friends here. I think the world of both of you. You say, Bill, I need help. I'm in the car before you finish your sentence. But for all these ham and eggs who got the hot shoes, move your own damn dresser, figure it out, <laughs> because. You got a better chance of meeting God before you got me coming over and lifting your refrigerator. Listen, you know, well, I might like doing that. I make my own damn lunch. <laughs> well, I almost called you last time I moved in like November. And well, you I'm, called me instead. I called Maury instead. I'm like, Bill, Bill's, Bill's a busy person. <laughs> Bill's busy in the pool. Bill's busy in the pool. Uh, corner I will take you out or not. You know, I, I was like kind of excited because it was my first social outing since this whole thing went down. And nothing, nothing about it drew a red flag to you. To me? Yeah. I was waving the red flag. But you I went anyway. I didn't know until I get there and she's hugging on Jimmy. Now I'm just mad at your wife. And now then we're talking with you. It's not even your fault anymore. I'm just mad at your wife. She didn't know. Jimmy no, that's because out. she knew. She's no, Jimmy, you. Of course she knows. Uh, no, Jimmy. Jimmy right. got that part out. Oh, yeah. We. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even know. Oh, and here's the kicker: there was about like twelve people there, all gathered, without any masks or anything. So I wasn't even needed. Yeah. No, yeah. We broke the ten people rule. The idea is to be leaders in the community. Not to be remembered as a leader in the community. Exactly. Well, it was so funny because whenever we're, we're standing around the kitchen waiting for the truck to come back, and then it's me and, like, a couple girls and Jimmy and his friend, and his friend's got, like, his big mask on, right? And I'm like, this guy's really cautious. Well, no, duh. His wife is the, the COVID nurse at the hospital. Jesus. Oh, okay. Let he me, was about it. Let me, let me clarify some stuff. Well, we and her had a long conversation, and I asked her, I said, hey, so what is your take on this, what do you think? Well, you know, what have you seen on the front lines? And, you know, what are you, what are you really seeing where, because she's, she's in the epicenter from in, in Palm Beach, where it's like really bad, right? And um, what she was basically saying is, honestly, they're not seeing a lot of it now. They are not seeing people come in with corona. They are seeing people come in with other types of illness or injuries and coincidentally finding Corona by accident. A lot of people are being asymptomatic. You know, when the uh, blood test starts to check for the antibodies in this thing, I want to be first in line. I want to take my blood because I'm convinced I had it like in February. She's not worried. She's, she's practically a doctor. 
<laughs> is that you checking out or is that is that uh I want I want someone who understands how this works to come to the counter. Crystal. Yo. How the how I'm sitting here now anywhere in the country if you're over the age of 18 you're considered an adult. We all know that if you're an adult it doesn't mean you're you've lived in you know experience and this and that and but whatever the case is. But I also know that everybody in this conversation is also age of, over the age of 20. So now they've seen a little bit more. Then I'm going to go as far as everybody in this conversation is over the age of 30. Am I correct? I'm 31. 31. Jimmy, 33. I'm 35. Bill, 20 years older than that. <laughs> Crystal. Thank you so much. Everybody in this conversation has cable TV. How do I know? Because when I go to Maury's Mansion, Frozen's on the thing, or Jimmy's watching. And they play video games. But that, nevertheless, all over the country, there's a pandemic. Jimmy goes to the heart of Florida, finds someone on the front lines, Dealing with these people daily. Yeah. Just to test it how good his asthma is. Knows a girl who knows a girl who knows a girl who's been a friend for knows a girl who's going to make a great lunch who says, it really, it really ain't that bad. Jimmy's trying to test out his asthma. Jimmy, who had the flupus back in February for 16 weeks. That's why he missed so many of our shows and he has to make them up. In the back end of his now decided to bring in Maury. I say to you both, I'm shocked and appalled by your behavior. I would do it to say that to him. The next one of you two who tells me there's really nothing to worry about, I will drive to your house. I'm worried, Bill. I'm worried. And punch you both in the throat. I'm worried, but let's see. If Jimmy's lunch could make up for it. He hung I don't up. think he so. We didn't tell you about the lunch, which was good. But if I die, I'm not going to remember it. How? What kind of lunch? About Jimmy? the lunch, Maury. What's that? How about the lunch, Maury? Uh, okay, so it was um, it was called Orlando Meats. Orlando Meats. Orlando Meats. You ever hear this place, Bill? No. In downtown. It's a it's a butcher shop that sells burgers and sandwiches. For takeout. Yeah. Are you calling me? Oh, he ate there. It was Hello? We ate there. in the epicenter. It's really not that bad now. Yeah, but we're we're on the Yeah, but we're talking about it over here. What are you calling yeah, that private it. conversation about the burger? No, but, but we're. <laughs> what's happening now is happening now, though. So, what's happening for the listeners and not the viewers is. He called me, he called me, he called, he called me on my phone. What did he say? He says it's not that bad. <laughs> That's Jimmy. He would say that. Oh, we're talking over here. Yeah, he could see your picture, Jimmy. I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I can see my face because it's a picture. I'm going to hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> my phone is going off. And Jimmy calls you, but he's talking to you on the computer. So he, he's, But he's, he's whispering over here so the bill on TV can't listen. So he's playing me against myself now. And now you're making him sound crazy, Jimmy. Now I feel like I'm having two different conversations. <laughs> He just whispered to me, he come in fucking phone. <laughs> and what, he said it's not that bad? Sorry. He said it's not that bad? I feel like Kumbaya, Bill? Not Kumbaya. <laughs> Jimmy, tell, tell me about these burgers. Why, why, is it called, why is it called a pandemic? Uh, I'm, I don't know. And, never mind. Why is it? Why are some things an epidemic? Yeah. 
solving the pandemic? Oh, I don't know. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. I need the answer. Oh, my, my wife my wife phoned a friend. She said pan Isn't that pan sub-Latin for all? <laughs> He's giving you some kind of facial hint. But what does epi mean, some? That I don't know. <laughs> this is for next week's episode. I need answers. We need re we need to do a research, Jimmy. Oh, I'm on the keys now. This episode. Call oh. the COVID nurse. Hey, yeah, for, for love of it. So you, so you went and had the world's best burger with the COVID nurse. With the COVID nurse. And about 12 other people all jammed into this little place. The, the, uh, so whenever we were there, we were ordering. And I think people were, like, so upset that there were that big of a group that came in. So they back – and they all had masks. We didn't. They back up, and then they all, like, huffed out kind of. Let me tell you, Bill, I should have taken a mask. I should have taken gloves. I didn't know I was going to be eating a still-mooing burger with the COVID nurse. And his burger was good, but it was like so raw and rare. How do you like your burgers? Now you got botulism for the love of peace. Yeah, I know. I, I only ate around the edges where it was most done. So this was a total wash. Oh, yeah. Well, I like my burgers. I could, I could eat a, a rare burger, medium rare. I like my steak rare. I like medium rare. I'm a medium rare guy. I, I like, like blood on it. Yeah, I, rare's a little bit too much sometimes. But I also like to be able to taste it, chew it, and be able to digest it without yeah. having the honkaloogie and having the coronas sneaking up in my ears. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that's what I tried to tell them. So thank you for, for sympathizing. Oh, I, feel, I feel bad for you, but at the same time, I feel like I gotta. you should be punished. Yeah, that's because I'm guilty by association. You fell for the Frankism. I did. You got jimmied. A second time I helped him with a moving situation. The first time he goes, I need you to help me from a third floor apartment to another third floor apartment. Usually, usually when he needs assistance, it's because his part is he's on his phone trying to figure out something else that has nothing to do yeah. with what he's doing now. Like he's doing right now. That's why we're hearing him. So that's. This has been very uneventful. I have answers. Okay, pandemic. I was right. Pan is a prefix meaning all. Epi is a prefix meaning near. So it's an epidemic when it's kind of localized. It's a pandemic when it spreads widespread. And who makes that decision? Um, well, that, I don't know. Get back to your research. Yes, I know you're asking. No, no, no. This is a great conversation because this, this is down your alley a little bit. So while I was doing, where'd she go? I'm here. So it's just, you know, so while, while, shirt, I disappear. While I'm doing my homework, you know, <laughs> as I always do, I, I am in the middle of a war with an epidemic mm -hmm. in drunken impaired driving mm -hmm. that affects all, but is perceived in only a affects the chosen few. Wow. So why wouldn't you just call it a pandemic? Right. That's true, because you do call it because, an epidemic. Because we, we as a nation and as a society would then have to agree that there's a problem. So the official Merriam-Webster definition of epidemic versus pandemic is a disease can be declared an epidemic when it spreads over a wide area and man many individuals are taken ill at the same time. If the spread escalates beyond that, an epidemic can become a pandemic, which affects an even wider geographical area and a significant portion of the population becomes affected. That sure sounds like what drinking and driving is, Bill, an impaired driver. Well, you know, and it's just funny, you know, you know I'm sure there's people, I'm sure people would have the same, thank you, Crystal. You're welcome. I'm sure that people would have the same conversation with um, 
depression, uh, smoking cigarettes, uh, things like that. And and while they should, that's not my that's not my hill I'm I'm battling. But I've I found it funny that I kept hearing pandemic, pandemic, pandemic over the past couple of weeks. So I, I sat here and I started to do my do my homework and go, well, th- well, there it is. Yeah. There it is. It's it's perception. It's perception. Yep. So I, I threw numbers at I threw numbers at my at my family the other day, and I'll, I'll throw the numbers at you real quick, and I'll get off my. I'll get no, off my please. Stuff. This is the important stuff. So, in the uh, the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. in that ten year period, um, or is it the Korean War? Ten year period. The Viet, I think it was the Vietnam War. Uh, fifty two thousand Americans were killed. That sounds like the Vietnam War, yeah. Country, countries up in arms, bring them home. This war is unfair. You know, all these things, all these protests. It's in history books. You'll see videos on it, all these things. It's the biggest Rainbow, thing. they make movies. Right. It's the biggest thing going in the country and in the world. In the same 10-year period, 250,000 people, 52,000, 250,000 people in the same 10-year period lost their lives to drunken impaired driving. Where's the protest? Where's the, where's the riots? Where's the rallies? Where's the conversations? Where's the armored guard? Where's the national guard? Where's the president? Where are all these people speaking of it? So, I, you know, you start to do these numbers and go, what, what does it take and who does it really affect? And I think when you start to break it down to, to people, judges, lawyers, people, well, let me put it in your terms, a, a pandemic, right? And then you explain the pandemic and have them look it up. And then you, okay, but drunk driving is an epidemic that we can control. So it's an epidemic because... Perception. There's no money, there's no, and here's the other thing. There's no money to be made against stopping drunk driving. That's true. There's no money to be made. No, the money's in the, you know, the interlocks and in the attorneys and all that kind of stuff. So when you, when you even go to tell them, Hey, like, like I did this past year, when I, when I, when we wrote Kerry's law and the bill actually made it to the house. And and one of the biggest things is they want to know, well, what's the financial, what's the financial obligation of the state on this law? There isn't not a thing. And it's it's on the offender. Oh, well, then let's talk. But going back to the initial conversation, that's why I was, I was kind of being, having a little fun with it. But, and, and again, Crystal, thank you. Pandemic, epidemic. Why is this a pandemic? Why isn't, why isn't every year the flu a pandemic then? Yeah. Why isn't, you know? Well, I personally. I think that, you know, one of the issues that we have is the flu and things like that. We've, we've known about this is the first time that we don't know about things, you know, and this was something new to society that we didn't know how to combat. We didn't know what to do with it. Oh, you got people coming out saying they were talking about this last year. I, I, well, yeah, sure. They were in like December. They knew, they knew, they knew it was out in China and they knew what was going on. And we, because it didn't affect us at the time, you know, we didn't really didn't look into it. That's why it's called COVID-19. There's multiple COVIDs? Yeah, well, this is a novel coronavirus. 2019. Oh, 2019. Right. Like wow. COVID stands for coronavirus. Okay, so let, me, so let me ask you this. Let's get rid of uh, the Quantavaca virus. Mm-hmm. Right. Why is it okay, and why is so much money, and why is so much time and effort being put in by the ASPCA to show shivering dogs and one-eyed cats and skinny cats and all these things? I'm not seeing anyone For 19 cents a day or $68 a month, we'll get you a T-shirt, and we'll give you a calendar. Why is that okay to put on? Because you're pulling at people's heartstrings. But yet, why is it not okay 
for me to stand up in a, gro in a room full of grown men and women and ask them why they're drinking at a Christmas party and enjoying to drive themselves home. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, let's tap or, into their world. Or I'm going to do what I've been doing is that I keep filming it. <laughs> and I'm going to go to every mile marker I see and stop and take pictures of it with the names and, and introduce Carrie Ann that way. And I'm going to get it on TV. That's right. You but, absolutely, I believe in you, Bill. But, but yeah, you know, we got to. Do. Wow, that's a, you know, why do we talk about that? I think that we, uh, we absolutely should film a commercial. And you know what? So, you know, so I, I feel so terrible about, but I, I passed the, for a long time, I felt guilty about comparing these. Like, I look at, I, I'm, anybody who knows me, uh, Jimmy, you've been to my house yeah. uh, when I had three dogs. Yeah. So, so I, I'm a dog guy. I'm, yeah, Bill loves I'm like, animals. I, I love animals and all that stuff. So, when I see that stuff, is it upsetting? Yes, but my mind doesn't go there. My mind goes instantly, why are we not doing. Why is it okay for some things? It's not okay. Why is it okay to show a starving kid in Africa and give us ten dollars and we'll give him a net so he doesn't get malaria? Yep. Why is it okay to chug on those heartstrings? Because America likes fixing other people's problems before they're well, we're gonna we're gonna learn we're gonna learn quickly. We get we better start fixing ourselves. Anyway, that's that's my how we got there. I got there because I got mad because Maury went and had a burger that he didn't even finish. He finished a hamburger. No, no. I remember I said, "Hey, this is really rare," and then I just started eating around it, like the edges. It's called a medium rare burger. That was that was rare, rare. Delicious. It was freaking delicious. Even my burger. How do you uh, cook your steak, Bill? Put the peanut in the peanut hole. Billy's joke for today. What did one hot dog say to the other? Jimmy? And we share buns? Nice wiener. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. We 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Hey, Bill, did you read that script I sent you? Buddy? So not only did I read it, <coughs> threw it what, out. What a buildup! Sat the family down. I says, I, I think I accidentally <laughs> lit a roaring fire under Maury's ass because he's uh, he liked this project idea. So Casey, right away, what'd you do to Maury? What did you say? Like right away, did I do something wrong? So no, Maury's fine. Lacey, what are you talking? So we talked about it, then you sent it. Lacey, what was the line? Oh, geez. <laughs> Lacey goes, does Maury really think that you would ever say, oh, geez? I said, he's just paraphrasing. Anyway, yeah, just, just, just. I love, I love it. I love it. I'm looking forward to, I mean, you know, I know I sit here with a smile on my face and you got a smile on your face and, who knows what smile Jimmy has on his face. <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing something with this and, and shooting it because, you know, and to me, it's like anything else. You read it and then your, your mind starts going more. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great start, dude. Cool. And uh, I thought I, just one for taking the time to do that was amazing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, uh, I started really thinking like, yeah, whenever I wrote the script, I'm glad you didn't take it like completely for face value because obviously it wouldn't be a scripted thing, right, but right. I had to write one to show you what I was thinking. Um, but I thought, man, what would really just kind of set Bill off? And then that the story that I sent you, just to start it, to start the show to introduce you guys, I, I thought would be a good way to go. That'd be the funniest pilot episode ever. Exactly. Well, and that was just the scene of it. Of what funnier I than Seinfeld. You're... Yeah, I'm in. I love it. I think it's great. Oh, I can't. I can't wait to see what. Uh, now we just gotta get this pandemic over with. Pandemic. We'll start filming. So I I, I uploaded my 
the the build them out experience to SoundCloud. Okay. I, I submitted the first one to iTunes. I haven't heard back yet. How long does it usually take? It took us like a week. It says it takes so up to once. Yeah. Now, I once I do that to SoundCloud, will they automatically keep just go to iTunes? It yes. What do you want SoundCloud yet? Here's so the thing I though. Just put on SoundCloud, I don't have to put it on iTunes. Correct. But you do have to write a description that meets so many characters, otherwise they won't accept it on iTunes. Uh, I think it's it's nothing major. You know, you just have to write a synopsis that. It's not bad. Well, think of one of the things you know I do on our episode is you know I always have a staple uh, links for social media, links for like foundations we support, so that fills up space. I think that here's a new rule. What? What's your new rule, Bill? Here's the new rule. When, like, Crystal was talking, so that's Maury's screen. So Jimmy and I have to do some kind of faces. And then when I'm talking, you guys have to do some kind of faces. And then when Jimmy's talking, right there. we have to do some kind of faces. There's my face right there with my world championship belt, ringside, Monday Night Raw. You used that picture last time. Now people think you just don't care. No, I care much about that picture. That's why uh, people think you wear the same shirt. People think you're wearing the same shirt every episode. Yeah, the ocean's coming through my my chest. I, I like it, Bill. As long as a tidal wave doesn't come along or Jaws, you should be good. Oh, I would give anything for an octopus in the ear right now. <laughs> Bill, I like octopus. Speaking of octopus, right? Calamari. You made me laugh so much last night, Bill. TikTok. 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 Did you go to TikTok? I was dying. Did you get on TikTok? I put the yeah, I put the sushi dinner on TikTok. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go on I thought I don't know. I'm actually gonna download TikTok just to follow you, Bill, because this sounds amazing. I say Hold on, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Oh, it's only got 165 likes. But you have over 120,000 uh, followers on Twitter, so I don't want to hear it. 156. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Who's counting? I, I lost a lot of followers. I did a cleansing. Good. I'm doing a cleansing on uh, Facebook, too. Jimmy, I'm sorry. He's going to get rid of you. Well, you know, a, a buddy of mine, and I say this, you know, he's a he's a – He's uh he's a buddy of mine. We we I've known each other for a long time. We re- his so his father Jimmy is uh, Jose Estrada. Okay. Oh, wow. From back in the day, so I got to train with Jose Estrada and all the brothers, all the sons. So this is this is one of the sons, and he's moved to Florida. We talk and we're on Facebook and all this stuff, but he's always shooting videos while he's driving. So the one time I said, brother, you got it. I sent it right out. I'm like, brother, you got to do me a favor. What are you going to do if this is the last thing people see? What's, what, you know, come on, man. What's, I don't care how old your kids are right now. What's your wife going to think? Yeah, yeah. How important is this video? He writes me back. He goes, oh, my goodness. I never, he goes, Bill. No disrespect. I said, it's not about me. It's about you. I, I promise. I never even thought about that. I'm done. I won't do it. The other day he was on the video, boom, off. I because I don't. That's not the last thing I want of him on my on my Facebook. Yeah, you want to remember. Yeah. So I, I just said I was I was gonna go through. Listen, we're all. I'm not saying you're off my Facebook because I don't like you. That's pretty much what I am saying. But well, it's a yeah, but but you still acknowledge nobody's perfect. But Listen, no, I, I get it. I want to see. And I tell people, I said there, you know, we're gonna go through the Facebook, and it's. With all the things that we're doing, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't want that to be the last thing that shows up on my on my memory or or that day in the morning or first thing, you know. And you only get you only get to have so many friends on there before they cut it off. So you want to yeah. make sure the people that should be your friend well, on there. Are, are I just, just lost a buddy of mine. Grew up with him and his sorry, man. and his brothers. We just lost to the to the corona. Wow. His brothers, uh, the mayor of back home. Uh, in Paramus, and they just announced he, he battled it uh, three weeks with the ventilator and stuff, and 
And uh, yeah, he probably passed away this week. Oh man, that's crazy. And uh, you know, you sit there looking and go, I, I, I just don't want to wake up to that stuff. It's not why I'm on there. Yeah. So, and he sent me a message. He goes, Did you block me? I said, Not in block. I took you off. <laughs> Love you, man. Smart up. Shoot me, you know, shoot me a text. Let me know how you're doing, you know. Yeah. But I can't have that stuff. And it makes, I think it would make terrible if, if you're a statesman for that stuff and then to have it on your Facebook page would be. Yeah. I'm sure it's like, uh, you know, being an anti smoker advocate, but uh, Marlboro is your sponsor, you know, it's like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. So I get it. It makes perfect sense there. Yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? Oh, I got some news. I get some news here. Uh -oh. I, I know. I instantly I got afraid, but in a in a good way. Hopefully, as you, sh as you should in a good way. Okay. So uh, I entered in a contest. In case you have not seen it, so yeah. I need the fans of Magic the Wrestling. I shared it. Yeah. On this. Any, say again, uh, Maury. I just said, could you elaborate on this contest for everybody? Especially. Yeah, hey, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in there. So it is called. Uh, America's Hidden Talent. It is uh, sponsored by Law Enforcement Today. It is a at-home talent competition uh, for first responders, veterans, military, police, fire, and uh, the families of anybody uh, in those categories, right? So there's a kid kid category, there's a teenage category, adult category. And You're in the adult category, right? Say again? You're in the adult category? <laughs> no, they got me in the under 12 because I'm just chatting, hey, sometimes people shave years off their lives. I don't know. So uh, our good friend and friend of the foundation, I saw it on his website, uh, Vinny Montez. Big Vinny. Big, Big Vinny had entered in. And I'm like, you know, I think this is a good opportunity for Jimmy Rook to throw his name in a hat. So uh, Jimmy Rook is throwing his name in the hat. And uh, starting tomorrow – uh, I don't have the link, so on the 28th, April 28th, you can go online. Uh, I don't have – I was trying to find it real quick. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, but you go online, and you can start voting for your favorite hidden talents. So I, uh, I, I put on there something very near and dear to my heart, uh, my extreme couponing routine, torn and restored newspaper. It's something I've worked on and has closed my show for the last five years. What show is that, Jimmy? Where can they find you? Uh, if you, you want to see it live, you can see it at the Attic Troll Magic Comedy Dinner Show for twenty nine ninety nine. You can try to get a piece of wine beer dessert. Unlimited laughs, unlimited fun. So, uh, or as our friend Badass Billy Gunn would say, if you want to hear that, play it in slow motion. Hey, Bill, Bill. You know, somebody, some elderly guy asked him about his show yesterday. He said it just like that. I think the guy, like, his he does, head blew. I've been with him, he does it the same way. You never even slip up either. Like, you never tongue twist. You do it perfect. Me and Bill just go. Blah, 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 blah. What if you got to fly to California to do it? Uh, you know. He might be coming to California with me this summer. I, I was talking more about the other day. Oh, Lord. Hang on, guys. So. Hello. Are you, are you good, Jen? He might have a call. Are you there, Bill? Yes, I am here. Okay, so we know how Jimmy's terrified of flying, right? Yes. But this big wrestling event in California that I'm going to talk about once we get things narrowed down a little bit more. But Jimmy's talking, all, you know, how he wants to expand uh, and go to the West Coast with his act, and he wants to see all these places for magic. So me and my wife, we're going to California for this big wrestling event, and we're trying, like, how to get Jimmy on a plane with us to go down. No way. How great would that be to get – uh, just to get him on the plane. Yeah. Well, there'll be three of us dragging him. Yeah. And um, we're, going, we're going to Disneyland, too. Bill, why don't you come with us? I, uh, I don't I'll, – I'll drive. If we, if, we, if we all did a road trip, oh, my gosh. I'd drive. Hey, you could, you could hit up some West Coast schools. That's far. That San Francisco is a far drive. <laughs> I've never been to San Francisco. Really? I've been to Disneyland once for three days. I was in, uh, I guess, I guess it's Orange County or whatever. Like, yeah. that's it. That's my only West Coast ever. I have. Oh, no nice, man. I, 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 the one thing I did, didn't do out there, I didn't go to Alcatraz. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah. Do you like the West Coast? 
I don't. I don't. California's right up there with Canada and Mexico. Yeah, it's like its own country, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't care for it. Thankfully, though, WCW didn't really run the West Coast like a, a super tunnel. Right? We always ran it stupid. Because like you- run it, we instead of running like the whole loop that way, we'd have live events in like Delaware and fly to TV to Vegas to come back to do live events in the East Coast, and all of a sudden we have no TVs on the West Coast anymore, so our live events were on the West Coast. Wow, that would have been annoying. That guy, the guy who did that. Okay, sorry. The guy who ran that was a big peckerhead. Jimmy, instead of flying Bill, you, me, the girls, we're going to road trip to California, and Bill's going to go speak at schools. I did love it. <laughs> Can we leave tomorrow? I haven't, Bill, how many times have I said we're going to buy you an RV? Now, I'm working on it. Um... Um, he knows but, he has to because I don't like flying. Uh, so this thing starts on the 28th. Starts the 28th. You could vote on the uh, vote on it from the 28th through May 3rd, and then your top, the top three in each category, goes to a celebrity panel of judges, and then the winner is selected. And I think it's like a $500 Amazon gift card or something. I want I want to be a judge. Um. So. D- you only get to vote for, let's say, I'll use you, and so I get to vote once in each category, or just for one person. I don't know yet. I'll find out hopefully tomorrow. I right. to find out how many times a day you can vote. Sometimes yeah, I shared it on Facebook today. Yeah, yeah awesome. Me too. We need to push it out tremendously starting tomorrow for people to vote. I can yeah. everybody support. Listen, I for those of you that know me, I don't enter into magic things or I don't enter into the competitions like this. I just I don't ever do it. The last time I did it was. America's Got Talent, you know, that was 10 years ago. Um, but but you could have won. Two things brought me to this. Number one, through law enforcement today. Uh, I, you know, it's a good, reputable company and, you know, supporting of law enforcement and, and our military and our veterans, and I appreciate that. Veterans Tickets is another sponsor of this, First Tickets. Uh, again, big supporters of military and fire and police. Um, and, you know, I saw Vinny's name. Vinny's not going to put his name on something that, you know, isn't reputable. Yeah, and, yeah. Now, let me let me throw my name in a hat here. Good for you, man. You should win you know. it pretty easily, Jimmy. I mean, there's a lot of talented people in law enforcement, but I mean, you were in America's got freaking talent. So hopefully you yeah, win. Yeah, you never know, you know. Now, you never know. Oh, two things I want you to do. Yeah, what do you want me to do? All right. I need I need more I need a pizzazz your shirt. Oh, I need I need uh I need some, some sparkle, some shabazz, some, some. Oh, you want to go shopping when this is over? You can get me a new costume. Maybe, and I don't want you to look up in the air. Can you see my eyes? See your Watch eyes. This. During the one rip, you did this. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill, you could be my director, producer, more. I see everything. You're good. I look for everything. This kid's going to be a star. It's like Ace Ventura. He's good, but with my help, he could be the best. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I hey, that he's really good. And if he listens to me, he'll never make the competition. <laughs> oh. I love that, that uh, thing. You do that really well. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I want you know I'm a fan of your magic. I'm not putting that over. You're a fan. I know, I'm a- man. I appreciate it. I love your magic, Jimmy, man. I can't wait for you guys to see the new stuff that I'm working on once it's all said and done. I cannot wait, and I hope that you're in California with me putting on a show. You touch, touch me with that guy. I'm going to. I'm absolutely going to. I'm going to send you a message tonight. I appreciate you. Yeah, say Bill, again? Yeah, say Bill okay. said to get in touch with you. Cool. You know, I'd, I'd never do that without your permission. Like, I don't yeah, yeah. Even grow up, but cool. If you notice, though, we're the only ones I don't think I've ever asked you for anything. Okay. Never, uh, never tried so to. You may be the only two who realize I have nothing. umbrella. Please, Bill, we're the two biggest humorous marks in the world. My, my, and everybody else who knows me knows my wife has everything. I have nothing. You didn't ask for a lot of stuff, Bill. What's that? Do you get asked for a lot of favors? 
Um, I'll say like it used to be a lot worse. I can imagine. We don't like to be those guys that pile on to that. It used to be a lot worse. Like I could say honestly, and I, I don't mean it to any other way, but just like if I could probably have half the money back that I loaned out. Yeah. Or or favors that got got made you look bad, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I my hot tub would probably be working right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Bill, here's my here's a question real quick and I think we're running out of time and so this would be a good uh good segue here. Bill, what is the craziest favor somebody has ever asked you to do in the world of professional wrestling? Whether it be another wrestler or a fan friend that asked for something. Like anybody ever you know, come up to you and be like, hey, call FaceTime Vince McMahon right now. Like, I know, I know one if you don't have one. But no, Bill, you have a really good one. She told the story where uh, you got – you were uh, backstage – I forget what it was, but in the locker room, somebody was like, are you ready to fight these guys because they're not going to, you know, work with us? Who was that? Was that like – do you remember the story you told it? Uh, you were tagging with somebody. And then you guys got out there and it just turned into like all hell broke loose. Well, that happened. I don't know what time. I yeah, I know. That was like every every week. I'll uh, no, get back and listen. No stories that I care to say. Okay. Hey, I got I got some uh, some news. Break it. So I finally talked my wife into letting me pierce my nose. So I'm piercing my nose. Well, on that note... Um... So next week, I'm, it's going to be even bigger. Um, okay, so let me... Let, okay. Now. Yes, he's doing it himself. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. Why? <laughs> it's just something I always wanted to do. And then we got the show coming up. And I was like, you know what? That'll okay, okay, okay. Okay, you got a show coming up. You're talking about this wrestling show? Mm -hmm. That could be a one and out. It's at least going to be a two and out. At all intents and purposes, it could be a one and out, or it may not happen at all. That Yeah, with the Kavorka, you okay. never know. So, with all the things you do have going on, and your lovely wife by your side, and perception being reality in this day and age, do professional men have their noses pierced? Well, no, it's, I'm not going to have it on for professional things. Like, I can't even wear it at my work. And then why do it? Actually, it's one of those bucket list things. No, I no. Ears like you, but I don't have it. A anymore. bucket list is having, I can't even say it. No. <laughs> you might not want to say it. This is a family show. I got my nose pierced in Cancun, me and Ray Mysterio. Did you really? Yeah, we got our noses pierced in Cancun. Wow. We got back to the States, we were working. I was working with the Steiner Bros. Rick Steiner goes, What the hell is that? He goes, is that a diamond in your nose? Yeah. Boom. Punched it right through. Oh, right through you. And it hurt. But I never thought about putting it in again. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take it out when I'm around you. That's my, that's my nose piercing story. Wow. Did, that, did anybody ever uh, get a piercing or tattoo that, you know, somebody just decided to slap them or hit oh, it? Oh, I was the king. Oh, really? I was the king. Oh, fresh earrings? Yeah. Fresh ink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, did that ever, like, go into, like, a shoot and people get pissed? Oh, yeah. You had, if you had stitches, if you had a bruise, if you had something that was bothering you, if you told me, I'm coming. Wow. Oh, now, did, did you ever have to pay to get somebody's tattoo fixed? No. Really? Wow. I would I never have you. I had a hockey game and I had just gotten my Italian flag and you know, I was one of like the, the bigger guys for hockey. And so it was like, let's go after that guy. So I came in, my arm was all bandaged up. I couldn't even wear my suit jacket because it was hurting. So the guys from the other team, while we were waiting for our locker rooms to open up, saw it and they're like, well, we're just going to go after this guy's arm because he's hurt. So I get back to the locker room after the, the game and I have red and green ink just pouring down my arm and I had to go get it touched up. So I can only imagine if, if a wrestler on TV got that. Oh. Bill, you know what Maury told me? 
he, he told me his face was really bothering him. He has a bruise. And the next time you, you see him, it may <laughs> Jimmy, it started changed. in my face. But after talking with you, it worked its way down a little bit. <laughs> I love that. That's a Fred Sanford line. I can't even take credit for that one. Did you hear your wiener line on TV? Yeah. Almost, yeah. Billy, thanks for the contribution this week. Keep them coming. Maury said thanks for the contribution this week. Billy, you're going to replace your dad. <laughs> He's going to tag in. So I, I, I'm excited to see where this, where this uh, wrestling show takes you. I hope it works out. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I mean, that's sincerely. I hope it works out. Thanks, man. Maury, really would you take a bump for Bill? Now, let me ask you this, Jimmy. Why do you – why – why at the like one hour mark are you so quick to kick us off of this? Normally, uh, you know, normally I, I will continue to talk. Uh, tonight is, there, you know, I, other things going on, you know, that uh, preclude me, and I want to give you guys 150 percent of my time. And I've already well, you never give us that much. I'm just kidding. You, but every week you go, well, how close are we to being done? I don't know. We'll sit here and talk. No, no, don't get hot. <laughs> There's the hot. I'm not hot. I am not, I am not hot. Did you see? I got nothing. All right, listen. Good, Good news is this week we fed two fire stations. Yeah, talk, talk about that because I saw it on Facebook, but I, I would have loved to, like, elaborate. So the foundation, right? We, we talk about, uh, and, and as Jimmy knows, we talk about what, what, and we say it all the time, what can we still be doing in the community? And while there's not a lot of presentations going on and we, we can't gather in crowds and, and drop the knowledge, we're constantly working on our materials here and then the things as, as we're putting them out into the next school year. And then one of the things was, well, wait a minute, we support, we support law enforcement and everything as it is. Well, let's set up with, uh, let's set up with a different place every week. Oh, wow. So once a week? So once a week we go and we set it up with a different fire station. Um, this Friday we will be going to Advent Health and wow. feeding all the nurses on 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 duty. Jimmy's um, friend will be there. But we want you know we but we just want the community to know we're still there. And because it's not just it's not what we want from them. It's what can we do for you guys. So when we get to go to a fire station and like today we went to. Uh, Station 66 over on the east side of uh, Orlando. And uh, they're, they're, there's, you know, there's 10, 10 men getting ready to go on, a, you know, a four-day run. And, you know, you bring, you bring them some pizzas and wings and, and, and just thank them for what they're doing. Everybody's got their mask on. You take a, you know, you take a quick picture and, yeah. and then, then we get out of town and let them do their thing. But it's just another way for us to thank. And, and we talk about it as the three of us talk about it every, every time we can. It's just another way to say thank you, and and it's to remind people that, that you know there are people out there thinking about them, and yes. if the if the very least we can do is call you up and okay, hey, this Saturday you guys plan on pizza and wings on us, and they go well shit okay, and it's a bunch of grown men and women that are sincerely happy that you came there, thought about them, and you're feeding them. So you know we'll go we'll go we'll go meet some new the nurses uh, this week and you know unfortunately you got you know you hand it off you know you got to be careful yeah but we'll, go, we'll go to Advent Health and we're just gonna make our rounds to wherever wherever it takes us but as a foundation this isn't a Demot thing this is a foundation thing yep you know so we're we're really we're really happy about that it kind of it just sets the tone man and and as as things happen so we'll be. We'll be presenting a check uh, this week to uh, Second Harvest Food Bank for the T-shirts that we did sell this month on the sale. So while it wasn't the shirts that we counted on selling, we still have a nice check for the foundation. We'll still put in a nice check to Second Harvest. Is it, is it so still fun to buy shirts for people who want to buy shirts? Yeah, we. It's yeah, still it's still uh, the shirts are available on our, on our website um, under swag. I think it is. And that's Carrie Ann DeMont. What's the website? It's uh, www.thecarrieandemontfoundation.com. Um, yeah, and for what we did with Second Harvest was for every – we dropped the T-shirts down to $20, and then $5 from every shirt 
from that goes to Second Harvest uh, Food Bank. That's so, awesome. Um, you know, people, be, uh... it's kind of really neat because people were, were getting emails and, and requests for the bracelets and the key rings and for the decals and the shirts. And, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to think that we're still in our infancy in this, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. You're, you're still technically brand new in the world of. Yeah, so, but, the, you know, we're in the community letting people know we're, we're, we're with you and we appreciate what they're doing. And we got a great partner um, that we hope to be doing a lot more with is Goodfellas Pizza at, right here out of Orlando down on uh, Colonial. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Goodfellas is a, a good family owned place. Um, Pam and Pam and that crew. We've gotten to know very well, and we we partner with them, and uh, their heart is with the military and the first responders. Nice. So, uh, you know, as, as we get to know people, and Lacey built that relationship, and uh, so hats off to uh, Goodfellas as well. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, see if we can put up the link for them to, uh, for this show. Now uh, we're going to figure out when we uh, – now the running joke is we're going to go feed the UCF PD. Yeah, listen, uh, I had your – on campus. Nothing. Well, I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was funny. What people don't realize is like, you know, especially we're, we're a group of Italians over here, but I think it stands true for everybody. Like, you don't have to go write somebody a check for $5 million, but how much a meal goes, especially in this day and age where you, you, you're stuck on bologna sandwiches because you got to eat and run and you can't make food. You can't. Yeah. And, and while, they, while they eat good and they cook for themselves, each fire station – they cook for themselves and you know i'm sure nurses get sick of chick-fil-a and yeah. whatever they're making even though they're eating healthy the fact that someone is thinking of them and bringing them that stuff that's the smile that's what we care about that's the relationship that we've built and we build it with uh, law enforcement and so we're yeah we're gonna make our rounds and uh and just to let people know you know it's not just it's just not once a year okay our, the walk got canceled it's not like okay we'll talk to everybody next year no Postponed. We'll right? see you next week. Right, it's postponed. So we got canceled. Some, we got some things coming up for that. And uh, every, hey, listen, man, every day we get to talk and do these shows and such good stuff. That's right. I'm excited. This was a great show. Look, this was another, a fantastic episode. Another pandemic episode. Bill, are you still waking up every morning and watching the comedy specials? I didn't watch any comedy specials. Uh, I get stuck on the weekends, on my Sundays, uh, before watching church. I'm a huge Duck Dynasty guy. That's topical right now. If you heard what happened, I did. I did. I read that. Yeah. The guy said he was drunk, and that's why he did it. I'm glad they got a lot. Yeah. So you know, I but I still like my uh, I still like the bloopers and the and. All that kind of stuff. So I'm still hooked on that. Ty's the best. Just dumb things that make me laugh and take your mind off of things. Yeah. That's it. That's I why I, I love the Marx Brothers, Three Stooges, and uh, Sacred and Son. Those are I wanna, and the I monsters. Wanna, I want to watch uh, Abbott and Costello. The Abbott and Costello shows. Yeah. All so oh, those guys, they were great. And they, had so, they have so much material. Three Stooges, they don't have as much. But Abbott and Costello, their stuff. And then they cross over with so many different yeah, other we shows. We just put Abbott Costello stuff now and put it into our show. Yeah, I think we're we're kind of already ripping them off a bit without knowing. Once we get all in the same group, oh yeah, oh yeah, so happening. So everybody's good this week. No, no big plans. No, no big plans. That's it. Same stuff. Just be safe, man. It's getting close. They're talking about opening some things at the end of this month. Yeah. No. So. You know, I saw an, uh, an update today. It seems like they're still not ready to open because they need more testing. Do you, do you, but I was working, so I didn't. They, I think that's the thing. They're talking about it. They still may postpone it. But I have a feeling they're going to leave it up to the individuals and some of these shops and stuff because I know Lacey's kind of getting prepared to if she goes back on May 4th. Okay, that's wild. They're yeah. Opening, right? They're talking about, you know, opening the salons and, and things. But even to Lacey's point, She's not booking it like she was before, and it's one person at a time, not sitting there waiting another person, and not the regular salon kind of thing. 
Um, but I urge people to still, just because you're told it's okay, I urge people be cautious. You know, don't. It doesn't mean everything's back to normal. So, if, if you listen, schools are closed. So clearly, things aren't back to normal. Yeah, Disney's closed. Make losing thirty million a day plus. Disney. Other things are off. Closed. These things are closed. So, it, it, it'll be good for some people to get back to it. While well, I agree with that, you got to be smart. Yeah, because. This thing, it, it, it takes only a couple people to set this whole thing back off all over again. Heaven, heaven forbid it gets any closer to us than it's gotten and we're talking about family or friends or yep. someone, you know. It goes back to, you know, as, as the three of us know, it goes back to decisions. It does. You, every, uh, it goes everybody to be right. smart and stay healthy and do the right things and uh, try to have some fun in, in betweens. That's right. Amen. Do a podcast show with Bill DeMar. You'll have so much fun. <laughs> uh, well, the nice thing is, while we're waiting uh, for everything to clear up, we have been able to push out a little bit more content per week. So that's yeah. fun. You know, and I'm sure in a couple of days we'll be able to do another bonus episode this week if you guys are down. Yeah, I like the two a week. I think it's cool. I love yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I'm Let's down. Do it. Somebody actually writes a comment of, We've had enough of you three. Yeah. I'm waiting for, I want to see a fish like come out of my shirt. Uh, yeah, I was waiting to see if Jaws was going to pop out. But <laughs> I guess, where do you stand on Jaws, guys? I love that movie. That's great movie. Best movie ever made for $10,000? What they spent $100,000? Yeah, it, the budget was so small. Roy Mainly went into that damn animatronic. Roy Scheider. That guy's a, a wash up. Throw him in there. That Dreyfus will never amount to anything. Let's yeah. Use. Young, balding, curly-haired guy. You know. Love it, man. That Rick. guy. It, he, he, his best work is in What About Bob, though, let's be honest. His best work is uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I concede my What About Bob. Although that was good, too. What About Bob was good. But him and Bill Murray actually hated each other, so it wasn't very hard. Uh, but on screen, it was great. Yeah, oh, yeah, it really came through. All right, boys. All right, guys, be safe this week. Much love. Hey, yes. hold on. Oh. Hold on. This is not how we close. Damn. Oh, yeah, we were trying to get through, but. So close. Okay. Which, Jimmy, now's your time to shine. Are you calling me on the phone again? And that's another great episode of the Magic the Wrestling Podcast. And as always, if you're not down with that, I got three words for you. Four words. Four words. We're going to do four words this week. Call Bill on his phone. <laughs> Damn. Five words. Five words. Whatever. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>